Welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast with a relentless and resilient thrive. It is your content creator and host, Sarah J. Gather some popcorn, rally the girls. Let's go have some fun. What's up, Shameless community? What's up, Sincerely Shameless Podcast? It is I here to welcome you and I am going to welcome myself back to this lovely chair and desk. I am elated to be here. Um, I hope you are happy to be hearing me on the airways and seeing me on the highways and the byways because your girl is ready for what is to come. So I am sure you are pretty much shocked to see this episode even pop up as I promised back in March after five episodes of Um, a season that I would not be back for the remainder of the year. And listen, you guys are just too, too tempting. I couldn't stay away. (laughs) So I am back and we are on the regular scheduling programming system. And so you guys are going to get 10, 10 full episodes of features and uh, lots of fun, rawness, realness, maybe even some tears if you down and you're a G like that to be able to go over what we got to cover. Um, for the season six. Um, This is a season. This is going to be 10 episodes. Um, And um, I think I'm just ready to get into this episode. I know, I know, I know. I had a lot of explaining to do. That's what the episode's about. Let's get into it. When is rock bottom ever good? Like, When have you really ever just sat at rock bottom with nothing? Um, Literally all your fears, all your shame, all the doubt, all the things that you've said about yourself and then people double backed and said that about you too. Just kind of delicately dancing on your last nerve. When is rock bottom ever good? I want you to think about that. And I want you to think about the last time you were there. And if you haven't been there, I'm going to give you some tips on how to get there very quickly. I love rock bottom. I know that sounds strange, but I don't want you to think of it as the sunken whole place that you can't get out of. I want us to think about rock bottom being the, the literal pillow of perspective and there's a ladder if you if you will to climb out of it so i'll ask that question again and then i'd like to do a little story time when has rock bottom ever been good for you so i know i've spoken a lot in this podcast about moving and you know, going from my favorite city to my not so favorite city, um, and then rearranging my life. But I'd like to go into a greater detail of that because this is my greatest discovery on it and why I struggled. I truly, truly was stuck. I want to be very clear. Moving was not something that was lost on me. As a person that attended 33 different high schools, elementaries, and colleges, I also moved every year on the year in college. Um, So I moved around a lot, but 
there is a such thing called moving around a lot while not changing your environment. What I failed to realize all those times I moved around a lot was my environment rarely changed. Geographically it did, but my environment, my thought process, my goals, my dreams did not change. So basically I got to stay the exact same person while moving around geographically. Well, what was so tough about this one was I moved geographically and my environment changed, my thought process changed, my goals changed, my dreams changed. Everything was flipped literally upside down, tilted a little to the right. So when I lived in Atlanta, I want to be very clear. I I was always this focused. I always wanted to do exactly this, but I also had enough healthy distractions to where I didn't have to fully commit. I also did not have to fully commit and healthily date for and towards marriage. And my friendships were, they were superficial enough to where if they did get deep and got toxic, I could easily cut them and then move forward. Here where I'm staying, it's not the case. My geographics have changed. My environment has changed. And then I went ahead and wanted to change how I spend, change how I save, change how I date, change how I eat, change how I work out. It's a lot of change. And I'm not talking about quarters, okay? So I say all that to say that was what was paralytic for me. All this change at one time and not necessarily adopting and or accepting that I need a new equation to get this different result. Like I was still using Y equals MX plus B, okay? And I needed to be using differential numbers. Of course, I never took, right? (laughs) Because math wasn't my thing. But I needed to change that. And I couldn't get past it because every time a trial came up, the first thought I had was, If I was, and you guys can fill in the blank because you've heard me say it before, and I got stuck there. I got stuck there every single time. But getting stuck there showed me that I lacked what it took to go into the next step, which would be a deeper commitment. Because anytime you leave a place geographically, environmentally, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, that takes a commitment. And so I was completely lost on, in order for me to enjoy this place, I will have to be committed to trying to enjoy this place. In order for me to date differently, I would have to be committed to my core values and knowing what I want and what I don't want. If I am going to spend differently, I'm going to have to change my palate if I'm going to eat differently. I can't be buying certain things in the grocery. If I'm going to speak differently and build different and better communications and relationships with others, how I got my best friends back in 21 and 22 and 23 are not going to be the same sustainable things at 32, 33, and 34. And that part right there, all those changes literally had me in paralysis, okay? I'm not sure for you, listener, if you've experienced that. 
But imagine having to do, have a whole new recipe for literally everything you cooked. That's how difficult it was. So instead of me pushing myself to learn a new recipe, um, I'll stay with this analogy. I begin to slowly starve myself. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to participate. If I have to commit this hard for that, when I've seen it being done in a previous season in a different place with different help, I don't, obviously I don't have the necessary ingredients, so I don't want to do it. It's literally what I told myself. And so to explain what happened with season five, season five was me trying and getting knocked down and deciding to stay literally at rock bottom. I wrapped up the season. I said, I need to take a break from my creative gifts. I um, slowly but surely stopped posting on LinkedIn, um, just the encouraging things that I would typically do and the blog. I slowly but surely stopped posting anything that was directly connected to my purpose or personal on Instagram. I just became a person that found a meme and I felt like if it hit a certain way or maybe it didn't hit, I was like, I'll post that. And um, I, I, I began quitting. I started to focus on the shell of me instead of the interior and the internal of me. And for whatever reason, my brain said, this will be better. It is better for you to just blend in than to war within yourself and contend with with your purpose to to squeeze something good out of life. And um, that is what I had. Like, and I found myself oftentimes saying I would I'd be at my first job or even at my second job, and someone's like, "Wow, that was really insightful." Like, man, you know. And I'm, you know, where, where'd you get that from? And I was like oh, you know, I have a podcast. I'm like, oh, you do? I'm like, well, yeah. And they're like, like, are you actively recording? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just kind of, you know, took a break. And I don't know if you've ever had to explain something that's just so directly connected to who you are that you can do it in your sleep. That is me in podcasting, me in writing. I can do it in my sleep and be excellent. Telling somebody you took a break for what comes natural to you sounds crazy, Okay, it sounds absolutely crazy, but that's what I did. Um, I told myself, surely, surely I will be able to date in this thought process, in this arena. That's far more important. Um, I told myself that working would be fulfilling and um, I found that to be not. And uh While hanging out in rock bottom, I met some rock bottom people. I'll definitely tell you that. I definitely met some rock bottom people, some rock bottom ways, some rock bottom thought processes, and some rock bottom things. And um, it profited me none to stay there as long as I did, but it profited me greatly to know why I decided to stay there so long and the fact that I did get up. I do want to be very clear. If you feel like you are at rock bottom or on your way there, get there. Spend as much time as you need there. Don't make it a lifestyle. Don't make it a habit. War with yourself on why you can't be as great as you are destined to be. What fears do you have? 
What guilt are you carrying? What shame aren't you willing to let go? What secrets aren't you willing to allow to be exposed if you actually operated at 100% of who you are? I know for myself, my first fear was I'd already did so much in Atlanta. Why do I have to do anything else anywhere else? Then my other fear is what if this is not even Dayton's brand? I'm doing all this work for nothing. Who and where is my target audience after I leave the hustle and bustle of Atlanta? Those were just some of the thoughts that consumed me, that kept me paralyzed, truly. And it made it very easy for me to hide behind a bunch of memes and false activity. And so I say that to say, which leads us into our second part of the um, episode, some tips is it's time for us to get real clear with where we are. It's time for us to get real honest. If you are still going to a job that you hate, this is the podcast for you. If you're still dating a person that you can't stand, this is the podcast for you. If you still have toxicity in your friend circles, this is the podcast for you. If you are still struggling with people pleasing, which we we all do at times, but you know what I mean. Extreme people pleasing, can't speak your mind because you don't want to risk safety and comfort with the homies, this podcast is for you. And you know what else? Season six was created specifically for you. All right, y'all. So I know the episode title is um, When Has Rock Bottom Been Good? Um, Now that we've got a little bit more context about that question, because I you know, I'd like to think any setback can be good if you analyze it enough, you know, if you look at it enough. I'd like to give you guys three of the things, and I'm sure this list will continue to build as I journey through this time myself. Um, Here's what I want you to take away, because this is also some of the things that I took away while hanging out at rock bottom. First, Or number one, do not confuse exhaustion with a lack of fulfillment. Do not confuse exhaustion with a lack of fulfillment. Oftentimes when things are crazy, we say, I'm just so tired. Nine times out of 10, you've been throwing paint at the wall and you're mad that you're not Picasso. That is not exhaustion. That's a lack of fulfillment. You had a goal, you put in work, the result does not match. It's a lack of fulfillment. I've talked myself out of things so many times because I've said, I'm just so tired. When I have just been working so hard and my results do not bring me fulfillment. And so I've had to pinpoint that over these past couple of months, is this a lack of of sleep or bodily rest or were you expecting something and you didn't get it? Nine times out of 10, I was expecting a different result and I just didn't get it. And then I got to get clear with that. If I'm not fulfilled with that, then I need to go back in the, in the pen and the paper in the lab and figure out how do I get to fulfillment? Because oftentimes we don't do things for no reason. We do things with a purpose. Everything that we do has a reason. 
if you are doing things without a reason, (laughs) please call me. (laughs) We need to clean that up first, okay? Everything that we do should have a reason. If we got a different result from that, then that could be a lack of fulfillment and not necessarily exhaustion. For example, I am marketing for the podcast and I feel that I should be further along than where I am. And so instead of me saying, let me look at my marketing strategy, read through what they're offering and how do I maximize it, I say, I'm tired, I don't wanna do it anymore and I put it down. It's not exhaustion. There was still so much left in me. That's just a lack of fulfillment. We've got to get to fulfillment. The second thing I'd like you guys to take away with is do not go digging in trash and shocked that you didn't find treasure. Oftentimes when we put what's purposeful down, we're not digging out the purpose bin no more. Guess what else is there? A trash bin. There's no semi-purposeful, semi-trash bin. There is purpose bin, and then the rest is junk. The saying, a diamond in the rough, is because life is rough, and you're the diamond. And so when we go digging outside of our purpose, you can't be mad that you found trash and not treasure. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I'm trying to really say it the way it came to me while I was in the shower. All of this comes to me in the shower, y'all. Literally, I, for example, will put myself out there. I calm myself trying to date. Never have I ever had a hard time trying to date. That's just something that came very natural for me. Um, Not to say I was successful because your girl's still single. However, a brother walking up to me and be like, what's up? That's easy. What's up? Right. This particular time, I call myself trying to date right after I put the podcast and the blog down, all creative gifts down. I, um found my cell phone hinge. Big no-no. It is a big, big no-no, okay? I get on there and the quality of men, I think these are amazing human beings. You are probably listening, sir. However, your quality with my quality does not give us anything And here I was upset. How is this trash? It's like, ma'am, get back in the purpose bin. It's kind of like the, um, you know how you have recycling bin and then you just have trash? It's literally that. So everything that you do should be directly connected and intertwined within your purpose, right? So that when you're operating and moving, you're meeting people in your purpose. And I don't mean you're going to get perfection out of everybody because people even in their purpose are flawed. I am the first one to admit that. And you're the second one to admit that. But you reduce the occurrences of one-offs and weird activity. So do um, do not go digging in trash and shocked that you didn't find treasure. Point number three, Being you is the only human being you need to be. Enhance, become, but do not abandon you. That one stuck with me so hard, it's not even funny. Like that one still stuck with me. A lot of times we'll have goals on our our dream board or or on our vision board or in our hearts and our minds on our screensavers of our phones. And what it may take to get that thing you want, the price might be you. 
But how can you enjoy something if you gave yourself up for it? You can't. So we've got to continue to operate and walk in knowing that who we are is the only person we can be. There is no one else you can be. There, Everybody else is taken, believe it or not. And then when you walk in you, even the things that you ask for, anything that you want, if the price tag is you, you can't afford it. You can't afford it. And we've got to be okay with saying we can't afford it. I know it might sound brokey and the fact that we're going into a recession, but truthfully, honestly, we can. And we shouldn't deny that anymore. Those are my three tips that I wanted to give to you and the benefit of when rock bottom is good. All right, guys. So with all of that being said, you now know my heart and my mind. I just put all my business out there and that is fine. I um, definitely want to go ahead and wrap this episode up as it is our season opener. And I just wanted to go ahead and fill you all in. But I also want to talk a little bit about some of the things that will be taking place for the remainder of season six. We will be having features. I've been having some great conversations with men and women um, about being shameless. And you'd be surprised that this stuff impacts your love life, your singleness, your marriage, your parenting, your daughter and sonhood, your sleeping, your breathing, your thinking and eating. It has a way of just attacking everything in its own little sneaky, you know, way if it's unchecked. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, also, I want our goal to collectively be to push living a shame-free life. Remember, the shameless, shameless, it's nothing like being able to operate in your gifts and your purpose freely. And shame is one of the biggest anchors that we are attached to. I hope this episode was as fruitful for you as it was for me recording it to you. I hope you can find a friend that's worthy enough to even hear this. And then I hope you have a beautiful weekend. And I also hope to see you next weekend. Love and light.